Welcome to the Sunday Service Podcast of the Kingston Unitarian Fellowship, located in Southeast Ontario. Unitarian Universalism is a progressive free faith grounded in the promises of community and inspired by how we hold our shared faith's principles and sources. For more information about Canadian Unitarianism, please go to our website, kuf.ca, and our national website, cuc.ca. So our opening words today come from a colleague and friend of mine from my time serving in the Pacific Western region of the UUA, uh, Reverend Gretchen Haley. This is called Let Them Go. Whatever you have come in anticipating, whatever you expect or worry for our world, for the future, for our lives, let it go. Make space in your heart to be surprised. Make room in your soul for a new story to take shape. Let astonishment be possible at this life that remains a miracle. Imagine here the bursting of joy, relentless and resilient, coming in waves, washing over us with music and story, silence and still this dreaming together. Being hope for each other and courage to believe in this new day dawning for us all. So I invite you to gather together in community for the first time of this congregational year, the 2019-2020, I can't believe I'm saying that out loud, congregational year. And we're going to come together by saying our covenant together. And this, it'll become apparent why we're saying the covenant during my message today. So we're going to say our covenant together, but before we say our covenant, our covenant, it, it's this thing that we promise to each other and we promise to the larger world, right? It's, it's why we do here this thing that we're doing. So I want you, just in silence, to look around at all the faces who are here today. There's a lot of people here today. And there are some people here today that you don't know. Can you see any faces whose... You don't know the name that goes with that face yet? Look around. Like, you're seeing familiar faces, right? You're seeing familiar faces, but we're also seeing faces that are new to us. So remember that during fellowship hour, okay? Find somebody you don't know yet, whose name you don't know, whose story you haven't heard, and start a conversation. Our covenant is printed in your order of service. We gather in the spirit of love, with open minds, open hearts, and open hands. May we learn to dwell together in peace, 
Seek the truth in love and build bridges of understanding as we work together to create a more just and loving world. That's a good way to start a new year, isn't it? It is wondrous and overwhelming and precious to be here with you as we start our third year together. Our third fresh start in the joyful work that is cuff. Now the idea of a fresh start in a meditation practice is that when the mind wanders, you notice, take a breath, and you begin again. Sounds easy, right? Now try to do it with no judgment, no criticism, no self-talk, positive or negative. When the mind wanders, notice, take a breath, and begin again. This is the work of meditation. This is what you spend 90% of, or maybe 95%, or if you're me, 99%, I've got a bit of a squirrely mind. Right? Doing when you sit on a cushion and meditate. And there's a lesson in this for what we do here. We are at the end of the summer holiday season. We're in the season of the rentrée, right? The re-entry. Every year we get this opportunity for a new beginning, a fresh start with one another, with Kaf, in this, this thing that we're doing. But have you ever wondered what we are doing here? How we are doing it or why? I obviously spent some time this summer and had a lot of fun playing with discernment thinking. And one of the tangents that my research led me on was a TED talk given by Simon Sinek who wrote the book Start With Why. I ended with why. That's what we normally do. We end with why. But what would happen if we started with the word why? Or if we started with the why? So let's go through this idea. Imagine three concentric circles. What is the outermost ring? How is the middle ring? Why is the innermost? Every organization knows what they do. What you do proves what you believe. We all know what we do. Some organizations know how they do what they do. Great. Very few know why. This is your purpose, your cause, your belief. Inspired organizations, inspired thinking groups, inspired action groups know this. 
Why do we exist? Why do we haul ourselves out of bed and show up here Sunday morning to be with each other? What is it that we're doing? We're living a faith, a religion, a spirituality. This is a faith-based community that, that allows people to come together around a core of common beliefs, but not a creed. We are pluralist, not creedal. Part of living into community is that it's always, always growing and evolving and changing, ideally. It doesn't actually always do that, does it? But it, ideally, it always is. And that can be extraordinarily difficult to watch. Just as difficult as a child graduating high school and leaving home. Just as difficult of the loss as the loss of a loved one who was the center of a family, that everything revolved around that person. Right? There's so many times change impacts us and it always requires some, some comfort, some time processing. And that's why we're here for each other, to comfort each other when it's needed. But we're also here to challenge each other when that is what's needed. Solitary time, time alone, super important. But there's no such thing as a community of one person. An ascetic undertaking a three-year retreat in complete and utter silence only succeeds because of the dozens and dozens of people and family units that donate food and shelter and prayer for success in their goal. There is no community of one. Even a monk sitting in retreat for three years is not a community of one. So what are we doing? We do this through education. We do it through curiosity. We do it through action. And more than anything, we do this through covenant. This idea of how we make promises and commitments to each other. Just like the covenant of marriage. You make a commitment to someone knowing knowing leaving space for the fact that we are, in the words of Martin Buber, promise-making, promise-breaking, promise-remaking creatures. There's no one alive who has kept every promise they've made perfectly. So let's stop it with the ideal, right? Let's, let's not do that to ourselves. That's a form of self-flagellation. That's a form of negative self-talk. Let's not go there. We can, because we have made promises to each other, because we have made a commitment to one another in how we're going to be together, we can leave space for somebody to say, ouch when we hurt them. And for us to say, oops, when we hear them say, ouch, not get defensive, just say oops. And then say, I'm sorry. I'm going to try to do better. How can I do that? This is a place where we can learn and grow together. Now we're inspired to change the world through faith. 
faith in love's ability to change the landscape of everything. I'm getting closer to the why, aren't I? I'm going from the outside in. I'm getting closer to the why, and I'm looking forward to where you all go with this because I do want to hear your voices in this. For me, I'm thinking and feeling that beloved community is the why. And we need to know how and what in order to get all the way there. But we have to remember the why and start with that always. The author Simon Sinek mentioned, he pointed out, Martin Luther King, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, he told us what he believed. He believed there are two kinds of laws in the world, the laws of a higher authority, a greater authority, and the laws of man, and that those two things were out of sync. And he led a movement that changed the world. One of his inspirations was Gandhi, who was in turn inspired by the transcendentalist Henry David Thoreau. This is intertwined with our why, isn't it? One of, one, when Martin Luther King spoke, did he, did he ever say, I have a plan? And that's something politicians say. Did, did, did King say, I have a plan? No, he didn't. He said, I have a dream. Our why is our dream. Our why is our inspiration. Our why is why there are so many people in this room today. So keep thinking about King and Gandhi and Thoreau as I read these words from the Unitarian minister A. Powell Davies. So must we. So far as I can see, all the great leaders and the great exemplars of religion possessed faith in life's essence, in its hidden meaning, in its moral claim, and in the rightness of its inner spiritual guidance. And by this, the great ones lived their lives. So must we. There are no problems that are greater than our power to solve them. There are no burdens greater than our strength. We shape by every moment of our lives the great decisions. Let us venture still with reason as a lamp to guide us, but lighted with the lamp of faith. King, Gandhi, and Thoreau. You can see them in those words. You can feel them in those words. Their dreams, their, their inspiration, their faith, this idea of what it means to be a faith is why I show up. Their why was left for us to pick up. So, what is our dream as Unitarian Universalists in Canada setting off into the third decade of the 21st century? What's our purpose? What's our belief? What do we want to leave 
Thoreau left something for Gandhi, who left something for King, who left something for us. What do we want to believe? What are we going to pick up of what was left for us? And I think we can look at Cuff's Covenant and see some of this. We can see our way to this answer. May we learn to dwell together in peace, seek the truth in love, and build bridges of understanding as we work to create a more just and loving world. How, what, why? We believe in a more just and loving world. We dream of it, and we always have. And there is so much that needs doing. There are so many people who are hurting, who are oppressed who are marginalized. The earth itself, our primordial mother, is responding to our mistreatment in more and more violent ways. And I, I could go on. That could be a litany. It's so easy to look around and feel like there's too much to do, like there is too much suffering, and to just forget the why. It is easy to forget that we have a dream of a more just and loving world. So let's take a fresh start moment together. We're going to take a breath and we're going to notice and we're not going to go anywhere near judgment or negative self-talk or positive self-talk. We're going to stay away from all of it, right? And then we're going to do it again with another breath. So I have a reading for you today and I'm going to end my time and my talk with this reading. And you heard these words and you heard a word of, an adaptation of these words as our welcoming words today. And I'm going to read through this writing from the Reverend Vanessa Rush Southern. And you're going to hear the words for a second time, which is always a good thing, right? These words bear repeating. They're words which we so frequently need to hear, ideas which we so frequently need to be reminded of. So I want you to keep a gentle breath glow going and close your eyes if that's comfortable for you. If not, keep your eyes open and just meditate on these words as they flow through the room, as you hear my voice saying them for a second time this morning. Even this is enough. So much undone. So much to do. So much to heal in us and the world. So much to acquire, a meal, a healthy body, a fit one, a lover, a job, a better job. Proof we have and are enough just around the corner of now. 
and up against it the reality of all that falls short and the limits of today. We honor the limits. If, our, if your body won't do what it used to, for right now, let it be enough. If your mind won't stop racing or can't think of a word, let it be enough. If you are here utterly alone and in despair, be all that here with us. If today you cannot sing because your throat hurts or you don't have the heart for music, be silent. When the offering plate goes around, if you don't have money to give or the heart to give, let it pass. The world won't stop spinning on her axis if you don't rise to all occasions today. Love won't cease to flow in your direction. Your heart won't stop beating. All hope won't be lost. You are part of the plan for this world's salvation. Of that I have no doubt. The world needs its oceans of people striving to be good, to carry us to the shores of hope and wash fear from the beachheads and clean all wounds so they can heal. But oceans are big and I'm sure there are parts that don't feel up to the task of the whole some days. Rest if you must. Then, like the swimmer lying on her back who floats, or the hawk carried on cushions of air, rest in pews made to hold weary lives in space carved out for the doing of nothing much but being. Perhaps then you will feel in your bones, in your weary heart, the aching, healing sense that this is enough. Even this. That we are enough. You are enough. Enough for these and all the meditations of our hearts unspoken in this hour. I say amen. Precious and beautiful friends, may we offer the gift of seeing each other clearly as we step into a new year together. May we accept where we each are in our journeys and love each other right into the why of living our faith's dream. Hare Om Shanti, Shalom, Peace, Blessed Be. So in these closing moments, I would invite you to reach out if that's what feels best for you. And if physical connection isn't what's best for you, practice self-care and connect with us in spirit. And I will say, if you're still trying to find a way, anyone, if you're trying to find a way to get yourself plugged into the Cuff community, shoot me an email.
and we will talk about it and we will figure something out, okay? There's lots of fabulous volunteer opportunities this year. <laughs> Do you like that? All right, our closing words come from the UU minister, the Reverend Kathleen McTeague, Kathleen McTeague, the common good. We breathe the common wind of the earth no matter where we live, who we love, what language we speak. We drink the common water of the earth no matter the color of our skin, how long we live, the coverings we drape over our forms. We follow the common paths of the earth no matter our beliefs, how far we move from home, the gold that we carry or the gold that we lack. May we live from these truths, our hearts open to the holiness all around us, our hands turned always toward the common. May it be so, and blessed be. Thank you for joining us for this Sunday service podcast from the Kingston Unitarian Fellowship. Please feel free to check back each month for additional episodes and if you're able to contribute financially to this community-supported enterprise, we would deeply appreciate your generosity in any amount.